0: Thank mm-hmm. you. good morning well good morning well good afternoon here <laughs> good morning it's early morning here so
1: i have my bl- my black coffee
0: <laughs> oh that's the way to do it i've, I've just gone. yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> mate mate yeah yeah with
1: the time difference yeah
0: <laughs> you'll get wait mate you'll get used you that you'll be like i don't even know what planet i'm on when you come. <laughs> you'll be like everything <laughs> around uh,
1: and no, normally I switch switch the time a couple of days ahead, so I just stay up the whole night partying, you know, and I'll never yep. go to bed. <laughs> so, <laughs> the best Horrible. way of doing it.
0: <laughs> the good times, the good times. But hey, it's good to yeah. meet you, man.
1: Yeah, likewise. It's it's good. We're really looking forward to seeing you all your people down there in person, live.
0: <laughs> hey. It's going to be great, man. Huh? You have no idea. I'm very, very excited, and I know a lot of people are very excited that uh, Wigwam are finally coming down to Australia, and it's happening. I know it. I know. Yeah, it's like, happening. Knock on, because oh, we're... <laughs> good. Finally. finally,
1: finally, yeah,
0: yeah. But man,
1: and hopefully, it's not. And hopefully, it's it's we'll, we'll come back again if if this uh, if it sort of feels right and people people actually attend then uh, probably we'll, you will see we going coming down more often to, to Australia. Oh, you're so, going to love it, too. You're going to love that.
0: You're going to you're going to just stay here. Guarantee. Yeah. Yeah, like... yeah. I heard people say that. <laughs> Don't go there, you're going to stay there. Everyone does. <laughs> Everyone just comes here <laughs> and just stays here. But uh you know, what's Have you ever been here before personally, though? No. Holiday? I have never. Ever.
1: So So uh it's 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 on my bucket list, you know. It's been on my bucket list for quite a while. Actually, I in back in 1988, I met this guy called Scott in uh, in London. He was from from Melbourne, and and we became best friends. <laughs> kind of, you know, even because of the, even though we had, there was kind of a dis- distance, he had relatives in in Sweden, so he he came visiting me like three or four times. And we're still friends and we we, we still, you know, uh, keep in touch and uh, we're catching up all the time. So imagine from 1988, we were like 18, 19 years old, yeah, yeah. you know, and, you know, we, we talk all the time and we, we stay in touch. And I've never been down there to visit him because, you know, I've been a musician ever since and, Every time, every time I was supposed to go, you know, another tour and another tour and always plans. And I never wanted to go there just to stay for a week. It's too long a trip. So,
0: yeah. Are you yeah. yeah. So now
1: finally, he's, I've invited him to to, to, to our show in, in Melbourne. It's, I'm going to see him for the first time in person since the
0: mid 90s. Wow,
1: man. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really looking forward to it, on. man.
0: But uh, i i guess you've known him for a long time but when you think of australia what's what's the kind of thing that you that pops in your mind? obviously there's a kangaroos and things like but do you do you think it's gonna be like mad max like this uh you know <laughs> apocalyptic wasteland with you know everyone's wearing tires for shoulder pads and- <laughs> <laughs>
1: no i um what i see i see uh what i think of i think of um you know um people that are Pretty close to to the people in Norway, I think. Down-to-earth people you know, like likes to have a good time, but you have a better climate there. So I'm expecting it to be pretty hot, but also very cozy and, and uh, yeah, looking for a fun time.
0: Are you, can you surf? No, <laughs> I'd like to try. Yay! Well, there you go. Because you, you're you're going to be... If you're looking for the sharks... On the is only a couple there, only, <laughs> only about the size of a car. Um, but, um, you know, because you're playing uh, the Gold Coast, my hometown, where I'm at. We, where, you, where uh-huh. wait, Chris, Chris Peters from Heavy, shout out to Chris. We're both here, mate. I don't surf because I, I look too much like a seal, so that's what they <laughs> mean. Maybe that's what we should do. If you want to surf, we'll go out. You can paddle out, and I'll come behind you. And they'll just follow me <laughs> in the opposite direction.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's gonna be fun. I- yeah. I'm gonna try.
0: <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that one. But, <laughs> <laughs> no. but you have come <laughs> close to Australia before. I mean Japan is Yeah, i have been there several times.
1: I yeah. I don't know why
0: we, we, we never you know back the way were we you
1: concentrated on, on um on Europe? And of course, Norway. When uh, when we had a major breakthrough in uh, in 2005, um, I mean, the, Norway was a crazy place for us. I mean, they we were like you know, we we were very big in Norway. So there was yeah. was a lot of you know the the fees were very big, and every time we were offered gigs, you know, abroad, it was like ah, you know. This is probably gonna last for a year or two, you know. So we we rather go with the money, you know. We even turned Sweden Rock Festival down in two thousand five. No, not not enough money. We don't need that shit, you know. <laughs> and we we um we um regretted that later, of course, because it's it's a matter of building an audience outside of Norway. Because when when Norway was drained, I mean, we, we we had played every corner of Norway, and after a while, I was like they are playing here again (laughs) you know (laughs) so uh, now um, and when we went to Japan that was kind of a very surprise to us kind of um, because it was sold out you know on the first tour and we were met met by like 150 200 fans at the airport wearing lipstick and painted their faces in the Norwegian flag and, you know, it was crazy. But we knew something was going on in Japan back then because um, I don't really know why she got into us, but um, probably because she had been a a lot of times in Norway. She was the president of of TNT's fan base in Japan and she had heard about Wigwam and she started to spread the word around. Even before 2005, when we yeah. released our first album, so we started you know to, to to discover some faces in the audience you know and with having Japanese flags in Norway. so already in 2004, we had fans coming all the way from Japan to see the band, so something was going on I think maybe with the costumes you know the the image that we had that you know something for the Japanese people, you know. And, um, and I don't know why we never came to Australia because, like I said, it was very, very close to to where we toured in Japan. So yeah, but we didn't have we did didn't have a, a an agent that worked worked for the whole continent or the whole the whole world. You know, we we had one in Japan. You know. And, he didn't mind about, he didn't care about Australia.
0: <laughs> uh, no, it's, I mean, Japan's like five minutes that way. You could, in a row, but no. And just, this uh, time is the other time. Really calm, uh, 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 Yeah, oh. this time it's,
1: it's turned around because we have Japanese fans now. Is like, yeah, can't you come to Japan? Yep. But uh, we still have no one, you know, organizing that for us right now. Man. And uh, I think it's a, It's it's been a... It's been some, it's been a messy time with the COVID and everything too, you know, so of course. not every country has to come out of it quite uh, normal yet. So, yeah.
0: It's true. No, it is true. One of my best mate is mad for Japanese culture, loves it, and uh, he goes over there quite often to see bands over there because he loves Japanese. Yeah but um he was bummed out for ages cuz he couldn't go he was like i'm oh, going to go no i am going to go no nah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> you'll get back there you'll get back there yeah, second, yeah. of course you know oh yeah yeah we but, uh, to go. japan as well yeah of I course mean, we got you in the meantime.
1: and we were supposed to we were supposed to be in the uh, in uh, usa right now playing some some uh, you of know, the festival of rock island in key west and stuff like that but we still haven't received our working visas, so the the whole tour has been postponed until April. So,
0: oh, well, man.
1: So we were actually... The plan was for us to come directly from Key West and through Tahiti uh, and uh, to, to Australia. So what you're going to see, you're going to see a very much hungrier band now, because now we're like, wow.
0: I just want to
1: play. <laughs> play shows, yeah,
0: but here's the awesome thing, though. Like, you know, this is your first Australian tour, and you've got five previous albums, and your new album is out uh, February 10, I believe. That's Out of the Dark, um, that- 10th February 10th. So it's out. Yeah. some
1: days after we come home.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, to, man. To- so, to- so we're gonna get a little, little preview, a little bit of a teaser. I guess so.
1: Come on, mate yeah <laughs> i think i think there's gonna be you know um a preview of the whole album at the meet and greets awesome and of course we're gonna do some something live as well you know so yeah cool with
0: well, it what i've heard the singles are incredible um like high and dry is amazing and the title track Thanks. that opening dude is so good yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty heavy, Yeah, I was driving it <laughs> yeah. the other day. I was like, oh man, I flipped it back And I was like, a little bit too heavy On the pedal, but it was, yeah It's really cool <laughs> yeah. How would you describe the the rest of the album Without spoiling too much Do you think it's, is it a bit of a mix of, of your whole career, or has it got a little bit More of a heavier sort of tone to it Like that opener, or Yeah, it's it's pretty close to The last
1: album, Never Say Die or really. mm. uh, but, but We got some more couple more you know uh commercial heavy songs like high and dry and we have a ballad on it you know that is more like you know the kind of journey style and you know most of the album is very hard of course and and, then but we we love the melodies so uh it's uh it's hard
0: but melodic nice what's uh, what's bad luck chuck i saw the title bad luck chuck Chuck why is he bad luck
1: Yeah, yeah, we we all have we all have friends or relatives that uh, that have bad luck, but you know it's not really bad luck because they make the bad luck. I mean, like 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 we all have friends that want to make it in the music business, and they own this great studio, they have hundred guitars, and they're so angry they never make it. And you ask them, you know, but how many songs have you made in this? gorgeous studio of yours and with all your guitars oh, i still haven't made one but you know i have the equipment to make it yeah M- maybe you should make a song first and buy all the expensive equipment after you have had some <laughs> success because it's it's you know you're, you're depending on your your talents not not the price tag on your studio and and oh. and the guys who come keep complaining that they never get their girlfriend you know so why is that? You're you're wasted, you're blind drunk every time you see one. You know, nobody wants to go home with you. Maybe you should try to stay sober one night and maybe you can even talk to this person that you will try to make your girlfriend. Yeah, maybe that, you know.
0: So it's not really bad about bad luck, it's about being stupid. <laughs> Uh, hey, that the one about the stu- I know about five guys. I'm not gonna mention every names, but <laughs> amazing players, but they just <laughs> they just stay in their bedroom yeah. and noodle. and I'm like, man, if they got out, they would just be killers. They would just yeah. play everyone, man, and they just nah they're just happy playing in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> <someday>. <laughs> hey, I like that. I like that. But um of course so you guys oh, been, so. you guys have been together since two thousand and one and had some Great success, success, and then uh, went on hiatus for a little while. What was yeah. it that kicked it back off for you? That got the band fired up again? Um, friendship,
1: really? Because uh, when we when we broke up, we we weren't actually the best of friends. Um, things happen when you tour too much, mm. when you spend too much time together, and. And when you're dealing with, uh, you know, egocentric people like us musicians, especially guitarists and singers. Yes. You know, <laughs> I, I want to do it this way. I want to do it that way. You get too much attention. Hey, you get too much attention. Stuff like that. You know, um, we, we had a hard time uh, playing too much. I mean, you know, our management probably thought that they needed to milk as much out of this band as possible in the short amount of time um, so we did you know like three gigs a day sometimes and we, we were on tour and we never got a chance to kind of, kind of control it was like we just saw the calendar being booked but, but when when does this thing stop you know yeah and after a while it got so tense I started to drink too much to actually be like crazy be able to be that crazy a fantasy person that character that I had I had made up called glam and he was just a crazy guy you know and uh it's very hard to be that crazy guy after two gigs a day you know and mm-hmm. on the third third, third round you're out. Like, i have this bottle of cognac in my my, my <laughs> backstage you know you get crazy but you do stupid stuff so after a while the, the guys in 2007 the guys uh, called me in for a meeting and they said you know we, we're going to have a break. We're going to have a break. Yeah. For for how long? We don't know. You don't know. No. The first person that feels, uh, you know, up for it again, we'll give the other ones a call. But we can't do that. It, it's our job. Yeah, but we need to do that. Or else we'll lose, lose our wives and families and stuff. And we need to stay off the road. We, we can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, um, but, but two other guys had regular jobs, you know, and, uh, and, and Tron, he had his studio. I was dependent on working out on the roads. I didn't have a studio or or daytime job. So what I did, I I produced my own Queen show here in Norway with dancers and choirs and you know the whole thing. You know, uh, and it it became such a massive success that it was it was booked for one and a half years. You know, it's like. Uh-huh. Bah, 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 bah. And when guys finally found out that they wanted to start the band again and, and do more, I was like, yeah, but now I'm booked. Yeah. So uh, so uh, in the fan base, I was looked upon as, as the egocentric guy who only did his solo stuff. And I mean, didn't think about the the, the, the band and sorry, <laughs> I, I I have a job. Yeah, you got to do ego so, uh, Yeah, I was doing good. and. Uh, and I really wanted the guys to set a date, you know, that date. Then I would have only booked the show until that date. And we'll start with Wiglam again. So things like that started, you know, and irritation, frustration, and, which led to uh, me wanting out of the band in 2013. The last, the last show we did, I thought, you know, uh, our guitar player Tron and bass player Bert, they had started in, in a band called Yorn, Yorn London without even telling me and i read about it on facebook and we had a lot of plans that obviously died <laughs> so uh i was so pissed because i for, for me we was of you know the main thing and for them it back then it was kind of treated like a side project so uh and that's how they communicated it you know and uh, so before I gig there in uh, 2013 i just told the guys this is going to be the last I can't do this anymore, I was a pissed, you know, so after the show, I just got into my car, drove away, didn't even say goodbye, I didn't look back, and we didn't talk for many years, until until Tron and I met at the gig, he had a gig with his old band, Dream Police, and we hadn't talked for years, and, and I was standing all the way in the back, I was kind of curious what he was up to these days, you know, and, so I was in the back there with a, you know, with a hat and beard. He <laughs> was like watching this gig from behind. And um, yeah, this uh, this uh, this guard there, security guard, came up to me and you know told me that you know you're invited backstage. Somebody wanted to talk to you. Are you no. sure? Yeah, you're you're invited backstage. Case okay, so I went backstage and there was Tron, of course, and hi, I saw you in the back. You did, you know. We started to talk and and we we had this friendly tone and we we kind of you know we we remembered the good good things about the old friendship and playing. And, so we started to meet each other and had a cup of coffee once in a while just to discuss things and you know and we started to talk about the breakup and. And when you're old, you know, you tend to see things in a different perspective, and you understand, you know, both sides. So uh, you know, everything has multiple sides. So uh, we, when we got friends again, I told Tron, you know, every year we've had this request from the Norwegian broadcasting if we want to do, uh, you know, uh, a shock appearance in the in the breakdown. You know, yeah. Maybe we should do this after a while. You know, I don't know, one year, you know, mm-hmm. if we stay friends and we just, just for, just for the fun of it. Got in touch with the other guys and we, <clears throat> we felt like doing that, you know, just, just one appearance and one thing led to another
0: and here we are. <laughs> and you're back at it again. Hey, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Man, I love stories like that, you know. You, you discover that you're still bros in the, you know, in the heart of it. Yeah, yeah, The friendship is the heart. And, you know, of
1: it and and sometimes, even though even though you, you 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 learn and you you get older and wiser, but every now and now and then we will get back into some some of those small irritation things from the from years behind. And but now, especially me, I just say, uh, 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 <laughs> "We're not going there." <laughs> this is where we were at. <laughs> like yeah. fourteen years ago, you know, we're not oh. going there. <laughs> no. Shut the fuck up now.
0: <laughs> well, of course, uh, you know, massive thing is, you know, in my dreams was featured in in Peacemaker along with the Do you want to Do you want to taste it? Which is the- yeah, yeah, that's song. a big
1: deal for us, man. Man,
0: like, you know, that show is the greatest. I, I love it. And I think it's the greatest opening ever. Um, that must be <laughs> you, cool. dude. Like, you know, how did it come about? Like, it's it's. Did did James Gunn call you up and go, "I fucking love your band, man. I need <laughs> like almost." I mean, it was like um, we we received we received um a, a
1: a mail from a sync company in in the US, and uh, they requested. Uh, requested stems you know the layers and guitar parts and different all the parts for for in my dreams and do you want to taste it uh because they they would love to toy around with it for uh, something that was going to be on tv and they couldn't tell us what it was so uh, we thought maybe it would be for a commercial or something Imagine, uh, do you really want to do you really want to taste it mcdonald's of course you you know (laughs) something like that Um, But then, after a while, after they had toyed around with the songs, and and now I know they were like trying out to do you want to taste it to the the, the dancing routine thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, they made it a little bit. It, it's it's a little faster, you know. It's mm. they they made some some changes to 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 make it work for 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 the intro. Uh, we received this mail about you know it being Peacemaker, the character, James Don, John Cena, everything. So wow, you know.
0: Were you, and, familiar? Uh, Were you familiar with the character before?
1: Not okay. not at all. I, I heard I had heard about Suicide Squad and I started, of course, to read about it. Wow, this is a new universe, you know, for me. <laughs> I started to watch some of the series like, wow, this is great. So you know, I really, really dug it. So but but we didn't know how what kind of impact this would have for us. You know, we didn't know, is, is this is going to be a huge success? Is this going to be uh, like, you know, something that people have never heard about? You never know, you know, if it's going to be a success. Our Norwegian agents obviously didn't think it was going to be a success because they dropped us like four days before the premiere. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we um, uh, they had booked us for you know tons of rock and stuff festivals, and you know it's been hard coming out of the pandemic, you know, yeah, yeah. because all the promoters, you know, the venues, they have, uh, you know, the economic side hasn't been too good. So the the bids have been lower than expected, and and of course a lot of cancellations and stuff like that. So they had a hard time. I mean, even though we had a we had a great, a great comeback, but you know, there weren't any venues to be booked at. So we, we kind of didn't get get the chance to prove prove ourselves mm. live again, you know, because all the festivals, the, the lineups were full two years ago, you know, and everything had been postponed. So uh, we told our agents that we really needed to have at least some, some some um, club gigs before this big festivals that they had booked, you know, and they really didn't want us to play because they didn't see any money coming out of it. You know, there's no money in it. You know, the bids are too low and you you better wait to after the big festival. But, you know, we're not robots. We're not machines. We need to get this machinery going. Mm. So uh, we need to go out there and play not not for the money, but for the sake of the band. We need we need rehearsals. I mean, you can rehearse in a rehearsal room, but there's nothing beats being there in oh. front of the audience. You know. So we say, you know, if you're not gonna book book our band to 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 get our shit going again, uh, can we please do some bookings then? Just do some club gigs not because of the money but just because we need to get in shape you know yeah. and they thought they thought that was a, such a bad idea that it just dropped us without even letting us know I just found I found out just by uh, I was just uh, going in, into their website and, man we're not we're not among their artists what the fuck has happened I sent them a mail you know but you know in four or four, five days We'll have the, the Peacemaker thing going. We don't believe that shit. No, it's not going to have any impact on the on the gig sides, all you know, the fees or anything. So no, we just decided to drop you guys. Even though we had a contract saying we needed, it was like three months. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: notice. And uh, I said, okay, good, fine. Because I believe this would have impact, you know? And yeah. it certainly had and after the and we and we started to to deal with others that was like we were like yeah we want to work with you guys you know so it was like <laughs> that company was the only company in this world and after the after the success with peacemakers a couple of days after i sent this this agent uh, a agent a mail you know with with uh you know uh, clips from the rolling stone magazine interview you, you know with and the peak, the peaking of every song, you know, and all the, you know, headlines in the U.S. and Norway, to say, hey, hey. did you meet, lose me there?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. And, uh, hey,
1: and, yeah. and I, I, I I, sent a mail to him and his mm-hmm. boss saying, are you sure you don't want Wigbaum, you know, anymore? You know, things are starting to happen now, and and we definitely need someone to book us because now it's going mental here is crazy times and he got back to me like yeah we really yeah let's go out there and sell the band <laughs> you know <laughs> he calls me up like 10 times i don't take the phone oh. and then he then i finally picked up the phone was like man you have to answer the, the phone you know we really want to do this and we we need to get started right now and by the way that was a very bad idea to send the mail to my 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 boss, you know. Well, I
0: thought I'd let him know how you
1: <laughs> how you handled us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you you are you with, you with someone else now, different manager? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was
1: just that was all just to. Give him the finger. Oh, <laughs> you know
0: that's that's if that's eating a shit sandwich, I don't know what is. Hey, yeah, man, yeah, how would you yeah, feel? Yeah. It's like those guys that that, that turned <laughs> down Star Wars, like George Lucas going and going, i have got the script, and they're like, that'll they never do anything. Yeah, don't man, yeah, the people...
1: imagine, you
0: know, someone turned Beatles down. <laughs> mate, mate, that is amazing. I, lo- I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. That's 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 an incredible story. But uh, <laughs> But have you met James Gunn and John Cena? No, not not in person, but we we were,
1: we were sent messages and uh, we're thanking him, of course. And he has said so so many good things about the band. And I hope I hope we get a chance to meet when we come down to the USA
0: in April. Season so we're, two, we're... season two. They're gonna be doing season two. I, I know, all that,
1: but I don't know it quite yet because there's something going on in, in the HBO Max uh, system. So maybe ah, it's not yes. going to happen, but we have been in touch with the Zinc guys and we've been sending a lot of songs. Actually, we we have um, on this album, we, we wrote a massive amount of songs and the 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 most commercial songs. We saved those for a rainy day, so we, those are in the system of the the singing guys and uh, the the peacemaker and you know HBO Max and and other and other um, um, movies as well, you know. So we, we don't know if if anyone any of them will make it, but they're great songs and the songs that could have made this album a bit more commercial, but we, we wanted to 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 save them for. Maybe some future singles and because we wanted this album to be badass anyway, so you know oh i't
0: <laughs> i can't wait to hear it I can't wait to to hear it in speak I hope you're gonna like it <laughs> there's a
1: there's a very heavy tune called the opera cult shazam it's it's my favorite it's, it's a it's a song about you know kind of about the war in in the Ukraine, but also mm-hmm. about you know david the David and Goliath situation you know if someone you know uh someone really gets to guess, on your nerves and you know that like giving back you know um but it comes off uh me watching cnn uh, yeah. just after the uh the, the invasion and when when the ukrainian were like surprising the whole world getting back at the the russians it was like fuck yeah oh, so man, <laughs> i was that, just t- screaming t- here uh, <laughs> that's it right? Eh? man that's i love it i love it it's very so aggressive song good. but it's uh i really love it it's got all the the melodic guitar parts and it's like yeah i don't dig do that song and uh, I hope hopefully we'll do that song in uh in australia i will i've already told the guys i'd love to do that song even though it's not
0: Out yet. Oh, come on. Gotta do do it at Moe's. Mo's Mo's in the Gold Coast. Say it's this (laughs) one for my mate Nev. uh, Because, oh man, I can't wait, dude. So, of course, you know, you're coming down here very soon. We're going to have all the beers waiting for you. They're already in the huge. The Fosters? Sorry? The Fosters? No. No, no No one drinks Fosters here, bro. (laughs) No. Mate, we're gonna get you some real, real ones. VB, gonna get you some VB. I said VB, not VD. VB, yeah. what's that? VB Victoria Bitter. Is ah, Victoria what, B. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we've got uh, man, tons of beers. No one drinks it. Yeah. Foster's, they. A... <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Foster's an Australian brand? Even yeah, no, one drink it. it's a, no one drinks it. No, no, no. 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 It's the same in in Sweden. In Sweden, they're called the Prips, and people call them Folk Piss. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's it. You know, and and away from Forex. No offense to anyone that works at Forex, but I'm not a fan personally. I just, I'm like, they're going to be coming up. They're going to send their hired goons. It's a Queensland bit. They're going to send their hired goons to beat me up now. I've said that, but (laughs) you don't want any of that. You'll be like, what's this? Oh, is that from the? Nah, it's terrible. But uh, of course, uh, we... you know, I
1: I have this um, I got from my friend Scott, you know, this uh, beer cooler that you, you put your beer in yeah. with with the with uh, you know, uh, it's for the football team in Melbourne or something. It's like a... it's a bird or something, black and white.
0: Oh, the um, the pies, yeah.
1: That's yeah, the probably I'm I, not I, a football I, I,
0: man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, the bagpipes. yeah. I got that
1: in the 1989 so I still use it. It's like yes. reminds me of Scott and you know, from Melbourne there. To cool awesome. my beer off. And I think you know they need to cool their beers off in, in Australia and so out there.
0: We need some wigwam beer coolers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we call them stubby coolers here. Stubby coolers. Stubby coolers. You go give me a stubby, yeah. people get you stubby. Okay, it's a stubby. Why stubby? I don't know. I guess because they're they're short and stubby. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, of course, Zoom's going to be yelling at me in a minute. I've kept you for too long, but I do need to know what's happening with Wigwam after this tour and the album coming out, world domination, more. (laughs) What do you got? What do you got planned, brother? Give me the.
1: Oh, we we, really don't know. Uh, Straight after the tour in Australia, we're coming back home to do a. Club tour here in Norway, first first club tour we've done in since 2010, I think. And I'm gonna do, I'm gonna be off for a little while doing We Will Rocky the musical. I'm gonna be bugging the character there in a big venue here in, in Norway called Oslo Spectrum. And then we're going off to America, you know, to do the U.S. tour. And we're gonna, I think, we're gonna start off start off in uh, at Whiskey Gogo. We never Why? played there yeah. Either. yeah and we're gonna play we're gonna end that tour on the monsters of rock
0: cruise oh dude
1: and then we're going back to norway and and then sweden and do some festivals and hopefully hopefully we we'll go back to australia again or maybe to 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 japan hopefully we we'll go to japan and maybe i mean if if it If we actually have an audience in Australia, if we go to Japan, of course, we come down to Australia for at least one gig or something, you know, because then we at least know that we have friends in Australia. Right now, we don't know how many friends we have in Australia, but if it turns out we have a lot of friends in Australia, of course, then we know what we we can plan.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So like, Yeah, so everything is like, we will take it as it comes, but you know we are we are having a good time, uh, and uh, and we like to play as often as we can, and uh, and uh, there will be a tour in Europe also. I mean, in, in the UK, people are like they're really complaining now. you going to Australia before you come to the UK. I'm so sorry, right? <laughs>
0: oh, <You know>? yeah. <laughs> we. Oh, this
1: will be so fun, and you know. When we got back together again, we said, you know, this, this time we're going to, you know, we're going to play all the places that we haven't played before and we're going to enjoy life as much as possible because back then we didn't have any chance to, to enjoy the ride because, you know, I we went to, to Iceland and we were invited to, you know, the, the Blue Lagoon up there and all the crazy places. We were so exhausted. We never, we never saw anything but you know the, the inside of the bus or inside of the plane, the inside of the hotel rooms because it was it was a matter of survival, you know. So mm-hmm. with with three gigs a day, you never had a chance. I mean, there's there's not enough time. Now we want to have a day off or two sometimes and just go out and discover, you know, and uh,
0: enjoy it all.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Life is short, man. Got to, life is short, and we're getting old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but hey, man! In the meantime, we will be seeing you guys very, very soon. We will have all the links down here. We will see. I'll be seeing you on the Goldie. We're gonna have. I'm gonna have some beers for you. And um, until then, stay safe and, uh... and look out. Look out for some acoustic gigs as well, because
1: on the days off, we might. Might do some pop ups, okay. like where we're staying, you know. So, uh, there, there was actually a canteen or something that got in touch with us that wanted us to play. I think was in Perth, actually. That's that's that. What was one. it? The goal course, there's most there's
0: <laughs> clubhouses where you're going to be playing on the Goldie, so that's going to be unreal, man. Like, I, I, I can't, it's like, like a it. clubhouse, dude. It's the best moses unreal oh cool best shout out
1: yeah Uh, Yeah. man we're we we can't wait we can't wait i can't wait
0: all right man well uh take care cheers enjoy the rest of the day see you in a bit yeah (laughs) on the other side see you you upside down yeah do you want to
1: taste (laughs) it down under yeah (laughs) sure do (laughs) see you bro (laughs)